to another bottom bottom of the barrel podcast. This is going to be episode number two. Number two. Number two. Uh, we are going to plunge our hands into the primordial liquid of the paranormal and scrape the muck out the bottom and serve it up to you like a sacrifice to Moloch. Um, I'm going to be host, obviously. I'm Mitch. You guys know who I am, and I've got Sam and Josh here with me today. Hi. Hello. Um, so. You guys know me pretty well. You know that I'm into like sort of like the weird fringes of the most entertaining stories that I can find, and the, some pretty wacky shit comes out of it. What is your sort of level of engagement with this uh, kind of stuff? Pretty high at the moment. We're watching X Files for the first time. Yes, We've, like never seen it before. It, it, it's been a real ride. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's been like our nights for the past two weeks or something. So. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, 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 will, I will turn for David Duchovny. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, it's like yeah. 90% David Duchovny, 10% like supernatural shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really is. No, that's, that's a pretty fair fucking ratio. And, <laughs> and a great fucking series as well. Definitely one of yes. like my younger ones that sort of put me on to like being like, whoa, there's some like fucking crazy shit out there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But I remember being fucking like terrified of it as a child. Yeah, Josh was saying he wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid. No, I used to have to go to bed and like my mum would rush me to bed one night when the X-Files movie came on. And I was just always like, what, what is this stuff? Like, why, why can't I watch it? And so I grew up with like this, this fear of like aliens and UFOs and stuff. David because it, uh, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. maybe David Duchovny would have, uh, he would have lulled me into my, into my sleep. That's but, true. That's uh, true. No, I was like, yeah kind of given this fear because I wasn't allowed to know anything about this stuff so it was just like yeah it was your parents aren't very like I don't know they don't strike me as very like supernaturally inclined no no they're not so that that's another yeah well maybe uh it wasn't the scary parts of it that you were being rushed away from maybe your family is also enjoying uh, the beauty of David Duchovny. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. This is rated PG, but it's about to go in, mate. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, Alright, so today we are pretty much just going to cover the real Men in Black. Fabulous. Awesome. No Will Smith. Yeah, well, is, is, how much is there going to be of Will Smith? <laughs> Uh, there's not going to be much of Will Smith. Okay, actually, almost none. There is going to be some other celebrities involved. Okay, okay. Um, which would be kind of cool, but yeah, good lead on. Um, Men in Black, obviously, really popular film franchise. Um, was was was. Hey, uh, I don't know. I still I still think it's fucking awesome. I still, I still love it. Uh, yeah. Like the first one was really good. The second one was, uh, and then they did like the whole reboot thing with. I haven't um, actually seen the reboot with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, I didn't even know they did that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. It was like came out like last year, year before, I can't remember. Yeah, was it Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson? Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think so, I'm not I'm so sure on that. Oh, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking, like, as, like, like the movie, um, the stories of the real Men in Black and the encounters generally happen after somebody witnessing something strange, um, something that they're not supposed to see or that is definitely sort of out of the realms of being able to be explained mm. um and then these guys show up and have a few different like interactions with these people that see this kind of shit and it can get pretty fucking weird sometimes mm. um we have some like particular characteristics of the men in black that sort of keep occurring across 
not just the ones I've got to show you today, but across pretty much all of the reported, and there is a fucking lot. Okay, okay. Yeah. There is a lot of people that have said that they had interactions with these usually very tall men. Um, you're looking at, like, the high end is six foot plus. Yep. Maybe even taller. Um, they're generally quite gaunt um, and very pale-faced. So and a slender man. Yeah. Slender man is a man in black. Yeah. Solved it. Done. <laughs> Oh, home. Yeah. No. Fuck it. Alright, uh, sweet. We hit four minutes thirty. Awesome, we solved the mystery, stop, guys. Stop well done. Yeah. Slender Man is the man in black. Um, but look, no, pr- kind of the pretty same description. They generally don't have eyebrows or eyelashes either. Um, larger than normal eyes is also reported. And in some cases, like ruby red lips. Yeah. Which. I feel like I've seen a Buffy episode with this kind of character. Yeah, so, okay. I, I, I've heard of them, like, being. Uh, like yeah, red like really ruby red lips, pale skin, That's but like horrifying. yeah yeah, um, with the very brief knowledge like the brief stories that I've read of them, because mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, through uh, other sources I I've kind of been given the Men in Black story a tiny bit. Yep yep okay. So I'm cool. really curious to see what you've got. Yeah okay I know great. Very little about it I will say. Mm. Which, so I'm excited to hear. I mean, it's kind. Of, it was kind of weird, even doing the researching and stuff for this, because obviously I'm looking to do other episodes of other things. And... How many times did you look out your window and see just this black car <laughs> just, like, just sitting there? No, it's like uh, a flower delivery van. <laughs> way too fucking afraid yeah. to look out the window. Fair, fair, fair. Um, but because I was looking at other stories, I was like, oh, like I'll have something else as like another part of like a different episode that I can do, and I'd get. 15, 20 minutes into reading and researching this story, and it's like, oh, the fucking men in black show up. <laughs> and I was like listening to a podcast, and it's like, oh, these guys start talking about the men in black. Yeah. And then I was even fucking listening to uh, a Joe Rogan episode the other day with Tim Dillon, and like halfway through that, they're like, hey, here's this story about the men in black. Oof. And it was like three or four times where it just like fucking kept popping up. And yeah. being like, uh, okay, I was like, okay, maybe I just really need to lean into this one a little yeah, bit. Yeah, okay. it's following just, you. It just keeps coming. Um, yeah, so look, let's get in uh, straight into one of these first stories. Uh, so, 1976, uh, Dr. Herbert Hopkins uh, of Maine claimed that when he was studying, he'd gotten a call from a man interested in reviewing his research. Now, Hopkins was actually, at the time, uh, researching and authoring a book on UFOs. Okay, okay. Um, and had been given some information that he was starting to look through to try and investigate this case a little bit further. Uh, now he got a phone call, I said, hey, I want to meet up, I want to compare some research notes and stuff with you, are you home at the moment and are you alone? And he said yes. And not sort of like, like five minutes after hanging up the phone, this man arrived at his door. Oh, I've heard of this. You have? Yes. Cool, cool. Uh, now, he appeared on his doorstep, uh, he invited him in, Hopkins described the man as, having, as being bald having no eyebrows, eyelashes, and pale white skin like a doll and scarlet lips. Oof. Cool, so Michael Jackson rocks up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's yeah. the guy in Game of Thrones? You know the, the spider? He's like 
Oh, Mar- Maris? Varus. 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 Lord Varus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Lord Varus shows up on his doorstep, but he's wearing a fucking black suit this time instead of his usual gigantically sleeved robes. Yeah, sure. 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 No idea what he keeps in those sleeves, though, but I imagine there's just like all sorts of. Well, that's of... where he's got his like mind erasing tools yeah. and things like <laughs> that. Obviously. Yeah. You gotta keep them somewhere. Yeah, yeah they're not as small uh, as the. Movie men in black. No, no, they have to yeah. like it's, it's like it's like when you first get technology, it's like massive. Like the cu- first yeah, well, computer was like a 70s. whole room. Like, exactly, yeah. 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 the whole room back then. <laughs> you want to erase someone's mind? Like you need big sleeves. Yeah, the phones were like. Know, like a meter long, so yeah, he's just fucking like dragging one of those little uh shopping basket things that you see old ladies <laughs> with in coals all the time, yeah, 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 yeah. like the battery power hooked up, <laughs> it's fucking whirring. It's like, yeah, no, two come inside. I just had some research, it's fine, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so the guy went inside and they started sort of like chatting about it. He said that the man was you know pretty agitated while he was there, um, and after sort of showing him some of his notes, he said. You need to stop looking into what you're looking into. Of course, Dr. Hobson's was sort of like, you know, this is a bit fucking weird. Like, no, this is what I make my livelihood from. I'm mm-hmm. an author. And I'm looking into this. Um, now, the guy said, the man in black said, you don't really know what, what I'm capable of. And he's like, I'm warning you to stop looking into what you're looking into. And the man produced a coin. Okay. He held the coin out in his palm and said, this, just watch the coin. Like, this is like a taste of what I'm capable of. The coin started changing colours. It went from, like, a bronze shimmer came over it to then a green to then a sort of, like, purple and flickered a little bit in this man's hand until the coin completely disappeared out of his hand. So, this man in black is clearly doubling as a fucking street magician. Yeah, agreed, yeah. Agreed. yeah. I mean, a bit of sleight of hand. If, if this guy's meant to be part of government agency and he's messing with currency, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that's that's a, a, that's crime, a federal right? crime, right? Yeah. Yeah. Noted. I don't think that was actually fucking reported. Um, and then he ordered him to destroy his UFO research after making this coin disappear in his hand. Uh, the man left, never to be seen again. Um, I believe he followed him like out the door, like after he closed the door and walked off behind him and there was, you know, he had like a relatively long driveway. As soon as he opened the door, no one fucking there. Oof. Mm. It's completely fucking gone. Yeah, right. <laughs> he turned purple and then green and then vanished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Very, yeah, very yeah, quickly. Yeah, that's um, it, that's it. And look, weird fucking intimidation tactic to be completely honest. Mm. Uh, I'm not a fan of magicians, but I'm probably more like... Just pissed off at people who are magicians as opposed yeah. to being like. Yeah. I've never felt fearful of a street magician. Uh, yeah. Clowns, clowns, the mimes. Mimes is where the fear's at. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's you true. see, a, you see a mime on the street performing. That, that's something to be scared of. Magicians, scary. like, yeah, they live in their mum's basements. The ones that I hate the most are the fucking like adults that make the uh, balloon animals and shit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Street, and every time I see him, like I get like this Kill Bill sort of. Like, <laughs> doo, doo, doo. I can't be fucking anywhere near him. I don't know why it infuriates me so much, but it just seems like it's not a fucking talent to be completely honest to be able to yeah, twist that's balloons. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to any balloon twisters out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, fuck those people, man. Satisfying <laughs> balloon twister. Okay, fuck off. So okay, so we've set the standard for this podcast is negging the audience. Uh, yeah. If they're balloon twisters. <laughs> <laughs> Get a real hobby. <laughs> uh, 
shit. Um, so the next one we've got as well is uh, some of you might actually be familiar with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters, man. Ghostbusters. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. Coneheads. Um, funnily enough, Dan Aykroyd is actually really big into, like, the UFO community and the paranormal side of things. Okay. Um, okay, okay. Actually got it from his father, who was also um, into, like, all of, like, the fringe side of things oh. as well. So is it possible that while he thought he was fighting ghosts, he thought that that was real? Yes, well, he was entirely possible. Um, but no, there is like anecdotes about like him like giving like creative direction and stuff based on like real like re well not real I guess but uh, events that he like had researched before. Yeah, okay, to, like, okay. that's super cool. Make it better. He also uh, massive believer in um, the crystal skulls. Oh. oh. I I have no idea. Like all only... I know is Indiana. Yeah, Jones. Indiana Jones is the only reference I've got to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have actually found like legitimate like crystal skulls and that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. That were made, and there's you know all this sort of like new age bullshit about them being powerful and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and funnily enough, Dan Aykroyd actually owns and produces the Crystal Head Vodka. Oh no way! Yeah. I've got one of those bottles sitting at home. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's vodka. Yeah, and like the way that yeah, they, yeah, the way yeah, they do vodka. it is really interesting as well because he actually like pours and distills the vodka over uh, crushed up uh, quartz crystals. I thought you were gonna say a skull. He takes the skulls of his enemies that he has vanquished, crushes them up, and turns them. Into That's, very That's very metal. That's very very fucking metal. Like I'd respect um, it, but I probably wouldn't drink it. Like I'm assuming there's some form of really good filtration system to make sure you know nobody's choking on bits of crystal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you hope at least. <laughs> why? Why crystal? That's so strange. Um. Look, I will butcher it if I try and fucking explain it. It yeah, has something right. to do with like the the actual like distilling process. Yeah. You said that it is beneficial and enhances the taste. Okay. I don't think that there is actually any fucking science to back that up. <laughs> but hey, it's working, and even if it's gimmick, it's kind of a cool gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Um, lean, lean into your scam. Yeah, why not? Um, but look, yeah, he's obviously like already part of all of this kind of stuff. Um, now, in January of two thousand and two, he was filming a TV show. Um, in New York, and the TV show was called Out There, and it was going to be covering paranormal, UFO sightings, all of this kind of, like, realm of stuff. Um, now, he'd stepped out to uh, give somebody a call. I think, I can't remember who it was, because I haven't actually fucking written it down. It was somebody like Britney Spears or Lindsay Lohan <laughs> or some shit that wanted to be on the show. Right. Um, so he was, like, conducting an interview with her on the phone. He'd stepped out from the set and was uh, standing on the side of the road. Now, he noticed while he was on the phone that there was a black town car parked across the street from him. A man in a black suit, tall, gaunt, stepped out of the vehicle and stood just next to it and sort of like glared and stared at him the whole time that he was on the phone. Finished up his interview, whoever he was talking to, um, and went back onto the set of the studio. By the time that he made it back to the set. Um, he was met by the producers and the directors of the show and told that they were going to be cancelled, <gasps> the show was never going to be produced, and that was the end of it. They killed so, his show. <clears throat> Men in Black started cancel culture, did they? Is that they what did. you're saying? Yeah, yeah they cancelled Dan Aykroyd's uh, UFO show, apparently. Bastards. Um, 
Yeah, which was look just kind of fucking like maybe not related whatsoever. Yeah, and especially if he's already in like a conspiratorial mindset, yeah. you do tend to like notice these things that seem. You know, it's yeah. probably part of like the paranoia that goes along with looking yeah, at sure, this kind sure. of stuff. Something that's innocuous, you yeah. kind of identify with as. But considering the show had no real issues uh, up until then, it was like going ahead, it was going to be like pretty cool, and I would have actually loved to have seen it. But then out of the blue, it's fucking gone. Maybe um, he, he hit on something really good. That's what the speculation is. Yeah. Yeah, that he fucking. Maybe he was looking into something that he wasn't supposed to and giving out more information than he should and uh, they just couldn't fucking do it anymore. But mm. that's only just for a like, short anecdotal fucking story. That's rude. Yeah. But, you know, I guess, you know, I don't know if he's like a credible figure or not, but he's definitely like a, he's a pretty public figure to yeah, be yeah, coming yeah. out and like giving that information. It's not, you know. Uh, what year was that? Uh, that was 2008. Uh, so, 2002. 2002, okay. 2002, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, not... Like, recent history. Yeah, not yeah. Not that long ago. Um, and I have tried to, like, mix these stories as well to, like, cover a bit of a spectrum of time as well. Yeah. Um, cool. And they just sort of, like... Because, the... like, what is, what is... What was the first reports of these... These men in black? Uh, they first started happening around the late 50s. Late 50s. Uh, sorry, early to late 50s. Um, okay, okay. So, like, Roswell. To, yeah, so, like, Roswell, Roswell time. Yeah, yeah right. pretty much, yeah. All this kind of stuff uh, really just, like, popped off after Roswell. And, of course, like, in the mid-50s and stuff as well, you've got Project Blue Book and Dr. J. Allen Hynek, um, which was the wing of the Air Force that yep. was officially investigating... UFOs, that's going to be a different topic for a different time, because yeah. I could probably talk for hours about how <laughs> he is such an enigmatic figure, and he just sort of, like, pops up in so many stories that you don't even think, like, that when he, after he finished in the Air Force as well, he kept, like, looking into this kind of stuff. And, yeah. Because he was, like, the spin man to say... It's a fucking weather balloon, or it's swamp gas, all that kind of shit, and it completely changed his tune once he left, and he's like, yeah, aliens are fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> um, and why not? We'll go for this one next. Speaking of aliens being real, um, now, on May 23rd of 1964, uh, a man by the name of Jim Templeton, he was a firefighter, for, uh, firefighter from Carlisle in Cumberland. He took three photographs of his five-year-old daughter while on a day trip to Berg Marsh. Templeton said that the only other people on the marshes that day were a couple of old women sitting in a car at the far end of the marsh. Uh, now Templeton said, I took three pictures of my daughter Elizabeth in similar pose and was shocked to see the middle picture that came back from Kodak displaying what looks like a spaceman in the background. Now I do have uh, the photo. Oh yes. I to bring up on the other fucking screen over here. Hopefully I can edit that uh, there. Now that is the photo in question. Okay, okay. So it kind of like looks. It looks like someone's wearing a beekeeper costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, it yeah. just does look like an apiarist. He's got like no face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, if you look at the ground behind the girl, like it's very flat still. Like for this person to be standing above. Uh, this girl's head. It's just like, how tall it like is this thing to start with? Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to tell, but he does look fairly tall. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he, he's, de he's definitely he's like popping a pose, like uh, his almost like hand on hip situation. It's it's a bit weird. 
Yeah, it is a it is a bit of a weird photo. Um, Has this photo like been verified? Yes. Uh, so this photo is uh, was verified by Kodak. Okay. Okay. Place, so verified it's legit. true. It hasn't been doctored. Ha- yeah. Is properly legit. Um, now, it, like cameras at the time as well, um, when you were taking photos with them, they they in in like the view frame of what you're shooting, you wouldn't actually get a true representation of the size of the image that it was capturing. Okay. So generally smaller what you could see through the the lens that you're looking at to what the photo actually was. Mm. Um, now he insists that he didn't see this figure until the photographs were developed. Yeah. Um, and like I said, an analysis by Kodak confirmed that they were genuine. Now Templeton took the picture to the Carlisle police, who after many doubts examined it and stated that there was nothing suspicious about it. Just some dude standing behind your daughter. Nothing suspicious at all. Yeah, it's nothing strange. weird. <laughs> strange fucking With no face. With no face? No, no, no. People around here all the time don't have faces. Yeah. The, uh... The local news picked it up, uh, picked up the story, and then it, like, disseminated all over the world. Um, everyone was fucking... It was very, very, like, lightning in a bottle sort of situation. Okay. Um, Templeton, over the years, has gotten, like, thousands of letters of people, like, trying to explain what it is, and he's still just, like, not sure um, what... Yeah, so all the various ideas and the possibilities, like, don't make much sense to him. You know, he's a firefighter. He's a pretty fucking rational man who just happened yeah. to yeah. take a photo and was like, oh, whoa, what the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you think you remember something like that. Standing, yeah. standing, standing yeah. behind your daughter, yeah. And even if you're, like, taking photos, like, you're probably looking up to yeah. like, see, like, the rest of the frame of the area that you're, like, looking at. You're not just looking through that little... Yeah, there's, like, the nothing else on the ground. Like, nothing It's a very else. imposing figure. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I will, if I publish this, I'll put the picture in the show notes and stuff as well so people can also see what I'm looking at. Um, now, after this was picked up and published for news all across the world, um, Demon said that he was visited by two men who said that they were from the government that refused to show their identification, and they were only identifying themselves as 9 and 10. Oof. Okay, okay. That always ends well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so after taking the men to the site where the photo was taken, Templeton said that when he explained that he had not seen the figure at the time, the men became angry and drove away, leaving him to walk home alone. Okay, <laughs> sure. So, you know, he, <laughs> So they kidnapped him... Well, I mean, I don't know why the fuck he's going along with this. Yeah, like, you know, he's, he's just like, oh, hey. let me just hop in the car with someone who doesn't show me their ID, who's acting sus as fuck. Named after a number. Named after, yeah, named a number. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, there are warning, fl- there are, like, you say this person's rational, there are warning signs there that a professional, like, emergency... He's a firefighter, though, he's probably pretty built. Yeah, but, like, even still, like, emergency responders, like, you'd assume have some form of uh, danger sense, and it's just like, why wasn't that kind of going off. Maybe the car had a fireman's pole in the back of it and he was like, hey, I'll just oh, fucking slide out yeah, of here yeah, yeah. if this doesn't go my way. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, and we don't have the description of the car, so for all uh, intents and purposes, that is true. There was I a fire pole in the yeah, back so of this, was... this car. Alright. <laughs> Cannon. Um, cannon, yeah, it's cannon. <laughs> yes, that's right. Men in black use cars with fire poles in them. They Why not? They and just they're... go to the ground and you slide out under the car. <laughs> yep. Uh, now, Tevin also said that he dismissed the two men as fraud, saying, It looks like a leg pull to me. I'm sure they were not security agents. Um, 
So he wasn't, you know, he wasn't convinced that they worked for the military, mm. but again, similar descriptors of these two guys as well. Um, it doesn't say anything about uh, their facial features too much or anything like that, um, but they do seem like the traditional men in black. He's gonna fuck up this audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to do it. Oh, you'd be scratching at the door anyway. That's the cat. Um, now, at a BBC North interview and letter to the Daily Mail, Templeton also said that the Blue Streak missile launch at the Woomera Test Range in South Australia had been aborted because of two figures of large men were seen on the firing range. He alleged that the technicians later saw his photograph in an Australian newspaper and found the figures to be exactly the same. Ooh. Oh, wait, so this shit's happening here too? Yeah, so it, 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 further on, like, um, unrelated incidents, because this is taking place in England, right? Yeah, so yeah. then he is, like, contacted and told that a missile test in South Australia stopped, and I'm pretty sure it's at the Pine Gap facility. Oh, no, sorry, it's at the Woomera Test Range in South Australia. Um, the Pine Gap facility is in the Northern Territory, oh, yeah. um, which makes up part of like the Five Eyes program of satellites um, with uh, America and a few other yeah, other countries okay. and stuff as well was put in place. But there's been weird reports of shit showing up there too. Um, mm. We'll get into that. That'll be another one for another time. I'm try to restrict myself to going off on tangents too. Yeah, much, sure, but I do sure. get kind of fucking excited because a lot of stuff is, for lack of a better word, fucking connected. Um, but yeah, that one made it all the way back home to us as well. Um, cool. That's not terrifying at all. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things, though, that people say that they've debunked this photo with and stuff is that his wife was present there on the day with him. Mm-hmm. Um, in other, she was pictured in other photos, and she was pictured wearing a light blue dress. Yep. And she had a short bob of brown hair and stuff as well, so... People, like, people are saying that that is the torso and the back of the head of his wife that is just come from, like, an overexposed photograph, which has, like, made right. things a little bit lighter. But, I mean, if that if overexposure was the case, I doubt that the colours that are actually in, like, the dress of his um, daughter in particular would be sort of as vibrant. Like, they don't seem to be no, saturated no. or anything, yeah. you know? It is just, like, that, that background image. Like, and whether I, that's a developing thing or something, I don't Yeah, I, like, I don't know. I don't know photography. So, um, but also, if that's meant to be his wife, like, how fucking tall is this woman? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. seriously, what kind of fucking basketball playing freak is she? Hey, 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 we don't shame over here. <laughs> No, we absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the, the sky doesn't look overexposed or anything. No. Like, there's no light source behind that would cause... That looks like it would cause that. It's just that one figure, so... Yeah, yeah. And, look, you know, I'm inclined to believe this story with the evidence and all that kind of stuff there. Sure. Obviously, he was a firefighter and not mm. a fucking balloon animal twister, so... <laughs> yeah. He's earned animal... our respect. Yeah, balloon animal twisters lie, first responders always tell the truth. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Now, next place we're going to go is Niagara Falls in 2008. Um, Shane Sovar was the manager of a hotel in Niagara Falls. Um, and him and a security guard said that they'd seen a UFO outside of their hotel window. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was just a light in the sky, um, off in the distance, you know, pretty innocuous sort of thing. And yeah. to my knowledge, they didn't, like, tell anybody about it. Mm. Uh, but three weeks after they had this sighting and just talking about it amongst themselves, uh, 
So yeah, three weeks after the UN investigate, yes, no, no, fuck. Three weeks after, um, a UFO investigation team looked into the sighting. Three witnesses reported that three men in black had visited the hotel and terrified the staff. Looking for Sova and the guard, who were not present at the time, witnesses described them similarly to the Hopkins account, so uh, back from the start, okay. the, the disappearing coin. Yeah, um, yeah. Very, very similar, with the ruby red lips, pale, all those general sort of markers. Now, what I've got to show you now is part of the hotel security footage. Okay, Ooh. okay. Which has these two men uh, entering, entering in. It is security footage. Uh, there aren't any other angles, which is kind of fucking annoying. Because like, in like 2008, the cameras really should be better than this. They should be better. Uh, and... <laughs> 2008 was but, like the Motorola Razor, though. Yeah. So. Yeah, and those things were sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah the camera was absolute trash. Oh, come on. <laughs> you want to develop a, a camera in the 2008, so you go, you go right ahead. Well, you have to go back in time. And I'm you're, not telling uh, them how to do their no, job. You, you, I'm just saying we've come a long way. <laughs> we have. And you, maybe that is actually like a, a bad assumption because technology has gone fucking nuts in the yeah. last yeah, 10, yeah. 12 sure. years. Um, but even so, uh, this is the video. Okay, okay. So like, yeah, they are tall, pretty wide gate. Um, yeah, broad shoulders. Yeah, very broad, like solid creature. And, like, something good that uh, these guys touch on in their video as well is unless the attendant that's working at the hotel is abnormally short... Yeah, yeah sure. like, their height is, like, pretty close to the top of the the sliding doors that yeah. come in. Yeah, like, I mean, in, like, in, in a there. sliding door is, like, what, seven, eight foot, and these guys are probably, like, oh boy. a foot and a half below that, so... Yeah. Yeah, I, I... You're definitely looking well over six foot. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so look, tall, creepy guys. But yeah. like, why isn't there a black hats? Um, like a, an angle from the front desk as well, like. Yeah, or an angle from outside. Yeah, or like yeah, CCTV, even like out at the front, like on the street. I'm yeah. sure there would have been something. Um, but no other footage has been produced. Um, no other footage has been released. Released, yeah. Released. Okay. True. Well, I, I guess that's a good point. the footage and took other footage, why would they leave that one? Might, that might have been all they were able to slip past the men in black. Yeah, before all of their uh, film and technology was mysteriously wiped from mm. all the data that exactly. they had. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is like the last fragment that they were able to recover. Yeah, so Maybe. this is a hotel. This so is a hotel, yeah. We yeah. know for a fact that they're not guests staying at the hotel. Uh, so the account is that those guys came in, they walked up to reception looking for Shane and the agent. Yeah. He wasn't, wasn't there. Um, but they were sort of like reported as again being quite like agitated that <clears throat> they weren't there um and but like how do they talk, like do they have human sounding voice is it like yeah they talked like regular men okay, um, okay all that kind of stuff but the receptionist did uh, eventually go on to say that she felt very uncomfortable mm. um and almost got the impression that they knew what she was thinking Okay, okay. That they, that, yeah, they were like peeking up on something that, you know, and it could just be like, if it's a highly trained military personnel, they're probably really good at like interpreting body language and shit. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, um, yeah, if, if, like if you're going to be like counterintelligence or something like that, you're going to be 
trained to pick up body language and you're going to be trained to know when like people are like being shifty but that's or... what i mean though they're like they're big wigs obviously because if they're not guests they're in very business-like attire yeah yeah, and, yeah like looking very purposeful so i've never been to niagara falls but i can say i probably wouldn't rock up in a you know, a three-piece suit and a hat. Sure. <laughs> and, and a hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm there for so I'm there for the sights, not for business. Yeah. Mm. They they had some um, purpose. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's kind of a cool one though, because there is, for I guess, lack of a better assumption, that this is the first footage that we actually have of these men yeah. in black figures showing up in a mysterious circumstance, in mm-hmm. like similar circumstances that we find these guys coming up in all the time. Mm. So we can't do like an NCIS enhance. Yeah, I, I want that video enhance. <laughs> I, uh, I I lack the technology <laughs> and willpower to figure out how to do that for you. Mitch, is, I'm not it's it's twenty twenty one, Mitch. I expect enhance by now. Look, I've already started doing a fucking paranormal story podcast. If I start sitting in my room for days on end trying to enhance footage of <laughs> Men in Black, uh, Georgia may very well just fucking leave me. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> yeah, right, but, yeah. but you'll get a nifty uh, tinfoil hat. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yes. did so, she yeah. leave you, or did the Men in Black take her away? <laughs> <laughs> she leaves me for a man in black. Oh. <laughs> they are very tall, and the shoulders were wide. Yeah, yeah. They literally do have everything that I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> You got tall, the hair, though. Tall, hairless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe they're swimmers. Pale. Swimmers like to shave their I thought you were right? going to say Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, I know Scandinavians are, like, tall, but they're I don't tall. think, I don't know they're hairless. Yeah, because yeah, I've reported with having, like, abnormally large eyes. It's Michael Phelps, but he's just wearing his swimming goggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. All right, it's canon now. Michael Phelps went back in time and is the man in black. Yeah. Oh, damn. Fuck. Uh, Alright, this is going to be the final story as well, and this is one of my fucking personal favourites, to be completely honest. I I really, really enjoy... um, Like, fuck it, let's just do it. Uh, (laughs) So, 1966, a lady who's identified as Mrs. Butler and a friend were staring at a patch of night sky, watching a curious display of unidentified bright lights dance around. Without warning, one of the lights dropped from the heavens at high speed just before hitting the ground. The UFO came to a sudden halt, bobbing just a few feet above the field, not unlike a small boat on the ocean waters. In a serving fashion, Mrs. Butler fell to the ground briefly and appeared to be under some kind of supernatural possession. Suddenly the light shot away, vanishing into the night sky, and Mrs. Butler recovered. Ominously for the next few days, whenever the two friends tried to share details of their encounter, they were hit by pummeling migraines debilit- and debilitating weaknesses. Just a really bad acid trip. <laughs> but look, it was the, it was the sixties. Um, but that actually hits on something that is pretty common in a lot of these cases and stuff as well. Particularly when UFOs and stuff are involved. If there's multiple people seeing it, it almost seems like difficult to bring it up and talk to the person you that you experience this with about as well. Um, until there is some sort of, like, breaking of the fucking fourth wall. And yeah. they are able to, like, communicate about it. But there's almost, like, a not, uh, like there's a want to not talk about it. Or you, like, okay, physically okay. Like, can't get, like, the words out of your mouth to try and, like, discuss what happened. Okay. Um, now, 
John Keel found out about this. Now, John, John Keel uh, is an author. Really, really good author, actually, as well. Very big in the paranormal field and metaphysical, okay. that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, wrote multiple books. Um, and a pretty well, like, renowned figure in being able to talk to people that have, like, actually experienced things. Um, now, John Keel found out about it and he sat down and did some interviews with Mrs. Butler. Quite out of the blue, during the course of these interviews, she asked Keel if he knew anything about mysterious men visiting UFO witnesses. Men who looked like military personnel, but who may have not been. Keel, who was hardly a stranger to the Men in Black phenomenon, plays it down a little bit and says, yeah, he's heard of a few stories, but... Kiel actually has like dozens and dozens of fucking like stories like on record. <laughs> so he's a liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Notebook into his back pocket. <laughs> I know nothing. Yeah, and I guess like that's this is like an important note as well because like so often with this kind of stuff, uh, the reporters or the investigators are like so wrapped up in it that they may not even realize that they're like giving leading questions. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for him to actually like have enough composure and not get excited and be like, yeah, like I've heard about it, but. Was you know, he wearing a black suit? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's, there's no sort of, like, leading into it. Yeah, cool. Um, so he sat back, and um, Mrs. Butler to- told her story. Mrs. Butler told Keel that some six months after the UFO sighting, a major Richard French turned up on her doorstep, identifying himself as a representative of the military and asking questions about flying sources. Just of the military? No specific department? Nothing Just mi- nothing I'm from specific. the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm from cool. the military, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and like, fair I'm not going to argue that. If you walk the walk and talk the talk, it's kind of like, you know, somebody looking like a detective and, you know, not having, like, the identification. As soon as, like, you hear that, like, authoritative... authoritative. I'm from the military. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, you know, sure. Maybe, I'm, I'm, so maybe that's, you that's probably how I'm are. my life from now on. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm from the military. That's how you uh, get into house get, parties. Yeah, get, give, me, give, me, give me some beer. Give me I'm some from, beer. I'm, I'm, yeah, that beer's free. I'm from the military. <laughs> You'll end up being like one of those stolen Valor guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, now, just like all of the men in black, uh, there was something not right about Major French. His skin was an odd shade of olive, his face was extremely pointed, and particularly so his chin. He spoke English. So he was a shark. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's the image I got. I've got this image of a shark. We've see, cracked it. We've, no, no, no. We, we, see, we've been. Like talking about land sharks for a while now. Maybe yeah. this is the land shark. It's possible. <sighs> Space land sharks. <laughs> yeah, street sharks was like a, a psyop to slowly oh, yeah, yeah, link sure. information <laughs> yeah. to the children. So, that, but when the shark beings come down from the heavens <laughs> above, we will be more receptive to accepting them as our new overlords. And I, for one, welcome it. I can't fucking wait. Agreed. Who am I to compete with a land shark? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, so he did speak English, um, but he had a blank accent as if it didn't really fit anywhere, um, I guess. So Welsh. He's <laughs> 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 Yeah, damn. Sorry, Welsh Very fucking nice. Uh, he dressed in a, a full suit and a black tie rather than any military outfit. Very oddly, Major French, quite out of the blue, said that his stomach was causing him some trouble. Mrs. Barlow offered him some jello, which he quickly declined, and he soon left. 
The next day, though, Major French was back. Yet again, he complained about his stomach. So Mrs. Butler again offered him a bowl of jello, hoping that it might help. <laughs> ah, it yes. Was <laughs> it was the same jello. the same jello. I got all this jello, my fucking kids won't eat it. You want some? <laughs> so for a moment or two, Major French stared at the jello, seeming completely unaware of what it was. He stared at the spoon that Miss, Miss Butler had given him, as if it was he had no comprehension of what it was. He then awkwardly picked up the bowl and proceeded to try and drink the jello. Sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like you have little fucking jelly cups or yeah. whatever. It must have been like one of those. Yeah, right, okay. Um, Mrs. Butler went silent and stared in disbelief. Mr. French did not hang around, realising it seems that Mrs. Butler knew that something was not quite normal, which is an understate. He quickly left. Running out of the door, sure. out of her front door. So he's did he eat the jello though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he just fucking piss bolted out the door and just kept running. Like, and she says it was like faster. Like this guy's the Usain Bolt of fucking many blacks. <laughs> so down his driveway, and a fucking black town car pulls up. He gets into it and is gone. Ah, oh, so we have found their one true weakness. Jello. Jello. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if it's a, if it's a, you know, a, a space shark or like a space land shark, yeah, right? Yeah. They're they're afraid of water and maybe Jello's too close to water for them. Well, we tried to drink it, so we assumed it was liquid. Maybe yeah. they're afraid of gelatinous. I mean, we should goods. all be afraid of gelatinous snackers, <laughs> to be honest. On their planet, their biggest enemy is the Jello. <laughs> See, we've got the war on drugs, they've got the war on jello. <laughs> the wiggly monster's gonna get me! <laughs> uh, it's like the big, what's the gelatinous cube in D&D? Yeah, 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 that's it. Uh, now, after this all fucking happened, um, he was never seen again. So, twice. I wouldn't just do my Didn't want to come three best, times? Best out of three? Three times, no, I guess not. Um... And obviously that's my favourite because, like, just, like, imagine, like, the, imagining a military man, looking man, in a black suit, just being like, oh my god, what is this? Spoon? Is it possible he was just Spoon? tripping balls and just... <laughs> like, like, it was the 60s, so... I know, but, like, we can't really lean on, like, everybody just being constantly off their heads seeing yeah, yeah. in the 60s. <laughs> Albeit yeah. there was, like... A, a few like decent UFO flaps and stuff happening around that time and stuff as well. Oh come on! If you were making <laughs> up a story, would you make up a story where the man just tries to drink Jello? Like I, 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 can't, I could, I you can't write that. that no, no, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, for entertainment purposes, I wish that I could because it is just fucking hilarious. <laughs> sure. uh, um, like I have even actually been trying to like think of just making up a complete story to yeah. do for one of these episodes and stuff as well. <laughs> yeah, like is Britney Spears truly toxic and singing is the antidote? And <laughs> 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 just make one up, but um, again, maybe for another time. Uh, now for like all of like these characteristics and mannerisms that these guys have had, uh, one of like the uh, most widely accepted theories, considering they're showing up after UFO sightings, is that maybe they are the aliens in that UFO sighting, or part of that UFO sighting, and this is, like, their best attempt to, like, look like people, mm. and talk to these people about what that they think that they saw in the night sky. Hello, fellow human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I bring you love. <laughs> Just imagine that fucking uh, like that 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 gif of Steve Buscemi with like the skateboard where he's like, yeah, Hello, yeah, fellow kids. yeah, that's it, that's yeah. it, man, that's it. <laughs> Shall we overthrow our gelatinous overlords? <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of like one of like yeah, the, one of the best like thought of theories is like what these are just because of their features of their mannerisms and all that kind of shit yeah. and most of them most of the time they're not like officially identifying themselves as part of the military in any way um so they can fly all the way to earth but they can't bodgy up some fucking sort of credentials <laughs> <laughs> also that's too much work apparently they just they seem to go interrogate the person frighten them cause a bit more stir and then leave. They don't just have like really a bad at, No, they're just really bad at their jobs. That's what I mean. Like you yeah. can fly across the galaxy, you can't come up with a memory rig. Yeah, but like half the time they're also crashing as well. So they're not the top like yeah. maybe, maybe that's what happens. Maybe they send like the um the Homer Simpson of aliens <laughs> to Earth. And it's just like, yep, that doofus crashed it. Yep, and now you are, he's you're describing the plot of Dragon Ball Z, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, slowly leaked information through cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so two ninety aliens. Yeah, I mean, I uh, tsunami had like that um, that alien sitting at a a desk, or like a um, this spaceman sitting at like a a desk for the Cartoon Network intro for tsunami. What? No. Oh, I don't remember that at all. No, no. I I just remember like it's like a spaceman or um, something just like sitting at like a control panel, like. Come and, up with your next episode. <laughs> and, and like, um, they were like, yeah, it was like the intro for Toonami, and I, I can't, I'm, I'm going to have to find it now and show it to you. But, yeah, yeah, no, that'd be great. Um, if you can actually send that to me, that would be tight. Yeah. I feel like that really just um, solidifies our theory that we've uh, produced yes. here yeah, this afternoon. Sure. Cartoon Evidence. Network, Aliens. <laughs> Cartoon yeah. Network, Men in Black. The logo of Cartoon Network is those black and white mm. squares. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, we've cracked it. <laughs> Oh god. Who owns Cartoon yeah. Network? Is that Warner Brothers? The CIA, bro. <laughs> Clearly the fucking CIA. Um, but that is all. actually all of the stories that I've got for you on this topic at the moment. Okay. Damn, that's um, cool though. Obviously yeah. we've like, you know, thrown out some pretty like, solid speculation. Yeah, I sure, think. Yeah, sure. Like, Cartoon Network is behind it all. Um, space sharks? Space, no, space land sharks. Space Sorry. sharks. Uh, do you have, like, any other thoughts? Is there anything that you, like, did anything come up that, like, you didn't think was, like, really well explained that I might be able to jump in on a little bit more? Like, no, I'm st- I'm still, like, really lost by by them. Like, it's, it's just so weird and wild that, like, something, like, like, this seems to not just be, like, a local thing to the US or... Like to England, it seems to spread around the world a little bit. But like, yeah, is it, yeah. it? It seems to be more, uh, more, like uh, Western countries. Like, is there any reports of like anything in, uh, like any of uh, any of Asia or um, Russia or anything like that yeah, sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, so there there are cases cases of um stuff happening in, like Eastern Europe and Russia and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so there there are also there's Japanese men in black as well. There's some good stories about them oh, that really? um, come up which are very like similar to um off the top of my head there was a guy who was actually he's at uni and he was researching into UFOs and like writing a book about it. Um and he'd gone to a restaurant 
and there was I think four, four or six uh, men in black suits like sitting down at a table um, while he was at this restaurant. And they just kept staring at him the whole time, like all of them, like very <laughs> like in like you know not inconspicuously no, whatsoever. No, they truly didn't go through ahead. the. the... Um, um, Again, they were ordering. They are the Homer Simpsons. Yeah. guys. They were ordering drinks and not drinking them. Um, but and <laughs> they then... probably tried to eat them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one spoon, yes, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they just like yeah, focused on him the whole time until he got up and left and finished. And immediately when he got up and finished his meal and left. Um, they did as well. If these guys can't use spoons, how would they go with chopsticks? That's what I really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, they're not eating or drinking. It's, like, it's incomprehensible. And they're like, hey, we can stare at this man directly, yep. but if we try and eat here, we're going to give ourselves away. So, like, these guys, they, they, they kind of uh, strike me as a little incel Like, they're just like... Step like just staring. Like yeah. I want them to like me. Why don't they like me? Like me. <laughs> yes. See, I was. I don't know. I came into this thinking that they were like a secret branch of the military, kind of like, like people that were like assigned to cover things up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting that they're just kind of like supposedly not connected in any way to any government branch so did will smith play an alien or a government agent that's what i want to know yeah so it adds another yeah. like another level of uh another level to the actual movie itself um but look i would i would assume that there is actually a government branch yeah that does this kind of thing kind of like project blue book like it does still exist mm. but if that is the case in these like so there's a couple of options right it is the military and they make these guys look so fucking weird that mm. it just freaks people out. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, but you, then they if become... you shave their eyebrows and hair off, they're pretty unidentifiable, I guess. Well, you're going to look like a fucking weirdo. Yeah, so yeah. it is going to, like, send the heebie-jeebies up people a So bit, these right? guys wear suits, travel around the world, bald... Guys, it's Pitbull. It's Mr. Worldwide. It's Pitbull. Like, put some lipstick on and that, that's it. It's Pitbull. like spy program if that's what it is yeah it's like they're doing a bad job of it yeah but there probably should be a branch that does deal with this sort of stuff sure and you would assume that they would not be so fumbly as they mm -hmm. are mm. but um, like if, if a government agency wanted to try and catch these guys like they seem pretty easy to a find and be not very good at evading people so yeah. like just look for the black town car and the creepers coming like slender man walking out of it like, yeah yeah mm. Um, one of the interesting things that I did also find while I was, like, looking up these stories and stuff as well is, which, like, I may be part of it, I don't really know, but it always seems like when they do show up and these stories get reported, the attention is diverted away from the actual experience that the person had, and it becomes now a Men in Black experience, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is, like, that's my thing, is, like, do they make them look that odd because the story of the Men in Black is odder to them than the actual UFO sighting? Yeah. So it yep. kind of overshadows the actual thing? Overshadows the actual thing and then that's oh, what so like, like... this becomes about instead of them being able to like having the interest to dig deeper into yeah. what actually yeah, happens. Yeah, it's like, like a, double, a, a double switch yeah. like kind of thing. Like, yeah, 
keep keep what keep looking at one hand while you're doing stuff with the other kind of thing. Yeah, fucking magicians, man. Magicians, it's always magicians. <laughs> it's always. So they're making magicians. their own conspiracy. In a yeah, way. yeah. I mean, what if there's like government agencies that are devoted to creating conspiracies to throw out to, like fostering that conspiracy? Yeah, so that people disregard so people, yeah, the actual. Yeah. Yeah, and look, there is historically like dis- disinformation and propaganda campaigns um, by governments all across the world for How mul- dare multiple you? reasons. How <laughs> dare you imply that the governments would lie? <laughs> How dare you? I'm sorry, have you heard of Nazi Germany? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> Please just describe that in 20 words for me. <laughs> oh, God, no. no, no. Um... But yeah, look, that's that's pretty much the story of the Men in Black that I've got for you today. Okay. Um, there are heaps, heaps more, um, but these are sort of like my favourite ones. Yeah, sure. Probably the more publicised ones and stuff yeah. as well, yeah. um, and sort of give like the most like accurate descriptors, I think, for what the whole phenomenon is about, um, regardless of what we fucking think it is. It is a phenomenon that is happening has mm-hmm. happened and probably will continue to happen yeah um, I, i'd really like to hear some like within the last few years stories yeah like uh, is, the stigma, really... is the stigma like going away like are people kind of more open-minded about that stuff now i think so yeah. um because we've like had like all of the official like declassification of like the united states and all that kind of stuff yeah. um the united states has been declassified has it with the... I was reading about that French report that they released about, like, all the UFOs. Uh, sorry. Uh, I just had something to pull up there. Cool. Uh, so we're going to the five minutes. It turns out i got a max recording time of an hour. Okay. Uh, okay. Which works out really fucking well. Um, so i got five minutes to sort of finish it up. Um, what the fuck were you saying before I got distracted? Sorry. The French. Uh... I was talking, yeah. So I've I've been reading. So off the back of X Files, I've been reading this. I bought a book and have been reading it. Um, and the investigative reporter kind of was looking into like, so the the US obviously not super great at talking about it, but mm. the French, not the government, but like ex military people kind of came forward and put together a report about UFOs. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah sorry yeah correct yeah so that was super. I don't remember what the tangent was for that. <laughs> There's um actually an Australian one um that's come out recently as well yeah. uh, that's in the National Archives of Australia I think mm. it was released in two thousand and eight oh cool um which has like a, all of like the reports across the world um but also all of okay. Australian ones in particular okay uh and there are like some Men in Black stuff in there as well there's also a fucking fantastic story um of people seeing a mushroom-shaped UFO which had cat-like humanoids inside of it. And what? reading that, all I could fucking think of was, like, Khajiit has coins. <laughs> <laughs> Khajiit has wares if you have the coins. Khajiit's <laughs> a finally come to trade. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will fucking touch on that another time, but fuck me, that was... Yeah, I did quite enjoy that. Um, but yeah, I think people are generally more accepting of it because mainstream media is now showing out more UFO stuff and yeah. it's becoming more accepted by the public overall. So will we see more Men in Black stories? I don't think so. Not by any no. like official disclosure mm. things unless you find them in old reports and they're still probably... Because, you know, they it takes a long time to declassify things. Mm. 
So it might be another 15, 20 years until we find anything legitimate from the government of, like that's happened in the last little yeah. while. Otherwise, it is people uh, like uh, like Dan Aykroyd, I guess, coming forward and, yeah, and, and, right. and saying that. Or um, was named John Savar, um, which is 2008, which was like, a pretty recent one. But yeah. I couldn't find anything that was any closer. I think you're, like, um, I haven't ever really seen anything about Men in Black, um, like, through any of the conspiracy subreddits and things like that on, on Reddit. Um, uh, never seen anything Men in Black-y, so I'm wondering, like, maybe if I need to filter through that a bit more and maybe... There's a UFO subreddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. UFO, there's yeah. aliens, obviously all that. Yeah. Um, there's the conspiracy one, but, I mean, most of that's just, like, Nancy Pelosi's trying to poison the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bill yeah. Gates is... Um, friend, but, by yeah, but <laughs> the Humanoid Encounter subreddit is actually where I found yeah. um, a few of these stories oh, okay. stuff okay. as well um, that I come across. So there is stuff out there, but it is sort of like hidden all in between other stuff. Mm. Uh, anyway, I'm going to have to wrap it up there because we are pretty much out of time. Sweet. Cool. Thank you very much for doing this with me. Thank you. Good time. And, uh, yeah, we, I'll be doing like another episode next week, I guess, and we'll see if I actually end up releasing some of this shit, but fucking awesome. thanks for being here. Yeah, no worries, thank you. Alright, stay weird.